from the epistle. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. As Christians, we collectively experience life through the seasons of the church year. And yet, the passing of time is something we do not often stop to reflect upon. We are all experiencing time, some of us more actively than others. The danger of becoming too busy is that we do not think about what we do with our time. Maybe this is why we stay busy so we don't have to think about it. What's amazing to me is that each of us is given the same amount of time, and it seems that some people are able to accomplish so much. It seems that they were given extra hours in their day. How often do we find ourselves saying, where did the time go, or I wish I had more time? It is not only important to think about how we spend our time, but also to think about the experiences of time and how those experiences affect our view of the world. If our life primarily revolves around an endless cycle of working hard and playing hard, our focus may be on to improve that cycle through a more lucrative job so we can have more play. In this life experience, work becomes a god. Or maybe our life is too heavily centered on our family to the point where family becomes an idol and there becomes unhealthy pressure on everybody. Through participation in the church's liturgy, we enter into the experience of Christ's life through the seasons of the church, which bring us into a deeper understanding of who we are as Christians in Christ. We are not simply experiencing time to work and to pay bills, but we are called to be part of God's mission in the world. This mission calls us to be active stewards and participants of God's creation. Today is the last Sunday of the Trinity season, and the season of Advent is just two weeks away. The liturgical color for the past 24 weeks has been green, which is to remind us that Trinity is a season focused on Christian growth and personal holiness. The word that describes this process is sanctification. As this season ends, we may want to look at the time we have spent in the last season to see if we have made any significant growth in our sanctification. Have we begun to pray more, or are things about the same? Have we assessed our spiritual gifts to see how we can be a blessing to others? Are we more patient than we were in the last season? Each of us has unique gifts and struggles, so all of our progress will be different. St. Paul's letter to the Colossians in this morning's epistle is a pastoral plea to a congregation for continued growth in their understanding of the faith and the pursuit of godly behavior. This has been the goal of the Trinity season, a deeper understanding of faith that leads to growth in holiness. As you read through the New Testament, you will often see St. Paul praying and urging the Christian churches 
towards growth in their sanctification. And you should know that the clergy and staff at St. Matthew's pray for you all as well. So how do we grow in our faith and mature as Christians? It is not that much different from nurturing a plant or a garden or even raising a child. I know that in order for my son to grow, I must feed him and water him. But I cannot just feed him whatever he wants to eat. If I want him to grow into a healthy young man, I must feed him particular kinds of food and give him the right kinds of discipline. A steady diet of chicken McNuggets will keep him full, but it will not produce the kind of fruits that we desire. As Christians, what we take in through media or through our reading and especially through our experiences, will cause us to grow in certain ways. That is why it is so important at the end of a season, like Trinity, to reflect on our past experiences and to see what we have been doing with our time. St. Paul prays for this growth in knowledge and wisdom with the end goal as an ability to walk worthy of the Lord. St. Paul uses the term walk to refer to conduct or manner of life. As Proverbs 2 says, that you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. A Christian walk is a way of life that is patterned after Christ and worthy of Christ. The church has given us many tools to shape our walk, but we must take advantage of those tools in order to be formed by them. We can't expect healthy spiritual growth if we do not feed and nurture ourselves in the right way. One benefit of a change in the season is that it gives us a chance to start anew. We're looking towards Advent where the Christian year begins again. We are now looking forward to re-experiencing the birth of Christ. We can learn to walk with the church through the life of Christ and learn again what it means to be a Christian. If we wish to take some small steps towards growing in Christ during this new Christian year, we can begin to look at what we do with our time. This does not mean that we shouldn't have any fun and that we shouldn't enjoy ourselves or the festivities ahead. We should absolutely enjoy those times. But the more we become aware of the time we spend and the patterns that we develop, the more we can be self-reflective and the more we can think about our sanctification as Christians. This Advent, I encourage everyone to commit to some regular time of Bible reading, prayer, and fasting. If you need help in learning to use the prayer book, just ask, or come to one of our small groups or Bible studies. Our sanctification and growth in Christ is not merely for our own benefit, but it is for the life of the world and those around us. As we collectively pursue growth in the knowledge and love of God, let us remember that we are God's workmanship, as Ephesians 2 says, created in Christ Jesus for good works. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.